Flip to Freedom, episode 21. Hey there, this is Sean Terry from the Flip to Freedom podcast. I'd like to welcome you to episode number 21. Now, if you're brand new and you are just listening to this podcast for the very first time, first off, I'd like to welcome you, and I am here to help you escape the 9 to 5 and live the lifestyle of your dreams by learning how you can make an absolute fortune flipping properties in your spare time, even if you're brand new, you're just getting started today, and you have no cash, no credit, and no experience. Now, I've got a great episode for you today. It's the uh, fastest way to achieve real results using these proven secrets. Now, I don't know about you. Have you ever set goal? after goal, after goal, and you haven't achieved them, and you're just like you just so disappointed. You don't even want to set a goal again because you know you're not going to achieve it. Or what about you just kind of feel hopeless? The economy, you know, is bad. Maybe you lost your job, or maybe, you know, uh, you know the negative news out there is depressing. Is the market ever going to come back, you know? You know, or maybe you're working a job, you know, from nine to five and you're, you've been there for 15 or 20 or 30 years and you're stuck there and you make a good income, but you know it's not what you want to do. It's not a, it's not a passionate life and you want to get out and you want to break free. You want to be done with that job, but you can't do it because you have responsibilities and you have a family, you have kids or whatever. Well, in this episode, we are going to go in depth and exactly we're going, to, we're going to explore the differences. What's the difference between a successful person who lives a passionate life and has a huge success that we emulate and look at and go, wow, they've accomplished it. And what is the difference between someone who doesn't? Average, mediocre, just okay. What's the difference? And what we're going to do is we're going to dissect the differences between the two. And then I'm going to show you proven steps and methods that successful people use on a daily basis to get the results that they get. You're going to love this podcast. It's awesome. Now, I've accumulated this information. Now, I, I, I don't listen to, you know, the radio. I don't watch TV that much. I mean, unless it's with the kids or whatever. I mean, I am always, I'm an information junkie. I, I, I mean, I love reading success novels and books and, you know, I, you know Napoleon, Napoleon Hill and uh, Anthony Robbins and, just all incredible information. And a lot of this information I compiled from Tony Robbins and Napoleon Hill and putting it together and kind of putting my own twist on it. But the bottom line is, is that, um, you know, is that, uh, is, is really defining what you can do on a daily, what we can do on a daily basis to become better. And the best way we can do that is find someone and basically model them, model them what they're doing uh, to get the results. Now, if you'd like, before I forget, to get my free real estate investing comprehensive detailed blueprint, it's a 129-page blueprint, you can go to flip the number two freedom.com. Flip two freedom.com. It's 129 pages. It goes in detail about real estate in depth of exactly what you need to do to go from where you are today to uh, results and success and to get one year's worth of your income in the bank and to quit your job in 19 weeks or less. It goes through all that in detail. Pretty much just lay out, lay out everything on the line and, and, and basically show you exactly what you need to do. Now, I, uh, I get a ton of feedback, obviously, from people, you know, from either comments or people leaving on a, a comment voicemail line or, or, uh, or your emails. But the bottom, 
bottom line is, is that is that you know I know I know that it will make a difference in your life if you read it. Now, one person um, sent over an email that said that they have paid well over a thousand dollars for the same information that I'm giving away for free. So, make sure you go to flip2freedom.com and download that. I know you'll like it. Now, for all the people that have submitted reviews into iTunes, I greatly appreciate it. Um, I uh, like you have no idea. Um, it helps in the ranks in iTunes. So if you have done that, I want to give you a shout out and I want to thank you very much for doing that. It's much appreciated. All right, let's get into the meat. Let's get into the details. So that's I know what you guys like um, is cold hard facts and details about exactly how we can change your life, get real results, and proven secrets. All right. First off, I usually end each podcast with an inspiring co- uh, quote. Now, I want to start it today because um, this basically pretty much makes up what what I want to talk about in detail. And it's from Thomas Edison, and he said, I am not discouraged because every wrong attempt discarded is another step forward. Now, imagine if you were Thomas Edison and you were in your garage or wherever he was trying to invent the light bulb. You know, the kids were inside, hanging out, doing whatever, wife's inside, and you're out in the garage or shop or whatever you got, and you're trying to invent the light bulb, and you've done it a thousand, two thousand, three, I don't know how many, I think it was like this 20,000 times, I don't know, but thousands of times you've attempted to make this stupid light bulb work with this filament and all this stuff, and it doesn't work. Do you think you get discouraged? Well, not Thomas Edison, he's not discouraged. Because every wrong attempt, discard it, is another step forward. Is that not an unbelievable perspective that we can adapt and model? Now, I don't know about you. Uh, I, I can't see myself inventing a light bulb. There's no way. First off, I'm not that smart at all. And number two, I, uh, I don't have the passion behind it. But you know what? He set a goal and he said, I don't care if it's going to take a million times to figure out how to do this. He's going to figure out a way. And I know if it was a thousand more attempts to create that light bulb, he would have done it just because of his attitude right there. Now let's get, let's dissect, let's go in and figure out exactly what's the difference between a successful person and an unsuccessful person. What do they do different from a person that's unsuccessful? Now let's look at some grades. Start off with Tiger Woods. I love golf. Golf rocks. I love going out there on an early morning, beautiful day, smell of the freshly cut grass, a nice breeze out there, especially if you're out in California playing on the golf course in the uh, on the ocean, and it's just awesome, you know. And I'm not a great golfer; I shoot in the high 80s, low 90s, but I love the game of golf. It's just it's it's a blast. But you look at Tiger Woods, and you look what he's accomplished. The number one golfer in the world. I know his personal life is kind of whacked, you know, you know of what happened there, but. You can't overlook the fact the guy is the best. He's an unbelievable golfer. And if you look at what he does, his routines and rituals and practicing and what he does different from everybody else, he practices. He swings the club more than everybody else. and He works on his game. and He improves himself. And he has a standard for himself that he doesn't like to be second, hates to be third, despises being 10th when other people are great they just got in the money 
He wants to be number one. And if he doesn't get number one, he's mad. Disappointed. That is the standard he set for himself. He wants to be the best. Now, when he was the best, you know, number one in the world, he went out with his coach and re-engineered his swing, changed his putting stroke, changed his putter, and he re-engineered it and said, you know what, I want to be better. I'm going to change my swing. Now, all you know about you is this, is that my swing, it's taken me a long time to get my swing to a, to a point where I can hit the ball where I want it to go. And I can't imagine now going, well, you know, I want to hit it a little bit closer to the pin. Instead of five or six feet from the pin, I want to hit it two to three feet from the pin. So I'm going to change my swing. I can't imagine it. But you know what? He's the best. He has a high standard. And he wants to be the number one all the way through. Now look at, look at Michael Phelps. Michael Phelps is great. 2008, eight-time gold medal winner. Now, do you remember the race on TV? I remember it. They showed it over and over and over. ESPN was just all over the place. He won by one hundredth of a second. He won by a fingernail. It, I, I mean, I remember they showed it over. It was so close. He won. It was unbelievable. And you look at what does he do different from everybody else? Well, he does triple practices. The coaches, his peers, his teammates, his family, they all thought he was crazy. You're going to burn yourself out. There's no way you can sustain. It's too much. Can't do it. He did it anyways. Do you think that had a play at all in him winning eight gold medals? Of course it did. He did little things every single day and he set a standard for himself that separated himself from everybody else that allowed him greatness now let's talk about Rafael Nadal my daughter's a tennis player and she loves tennis so we we, we watch you know some tennis on TV and uh, if you ever saw Rafael Nadal play the guy is unbelievable I mean he has a, a forehand a backhand it's just I mean crazy in a serve that's I mean I can't imagine standing on the other side of a of a serve with him but he won six titles so far in 2010 recently won the US Open and he beat Novak I don't even want to pronounce the guy's last name but he just crushed the guy and it's funny because Novak the guy he beat was recently quoted saying that he will become the greatest player Rafael Nadal will become the greatest player of all time he's 23 years old now, this is the funny thing about Rafael Nadal. He is quoted saying he doesn't consider himself among the best tennis players in history. He doesn't do it. He doesn't look at himself that way. He looks at himself like like he has he's, he's going to do more and be more, strive more. He's always talking about how important it is to him to keep improving, getting better every single day. Now, let's look at his story, his practicing routine. What does he do different? Well, at the age of 13... He was playing tennis every day. He was going from school to 9 to noon, have a quick lunch, and then he'd go out on the tennis court and he'd play till dark. Now, it's funny. He was quoted, after coming off the tennis court, dripping with sweat, just drenched, after 10 hours of grueling practice, 
put a microphone at him and said, hey, did you have a great practice? Was Man, you worked hard after great practice? And he goes, I feel I haven't done quite enough. This is Rafael Nadal, the best in the world, out there after 10 hours laying it out on the line. So what's the difference between all these people? What is the difference and how can we apply it to our lives? Well, number one is they have high standards. They have a high standard. They want to be the best. They want to be a best at whatever it is. Now, what is a standard? A, a standard is an accept, basically acceptance, an acceptable level, I guess you could say. Um, a standard is what we will accept in our life. See, Tiger Woods accepts that I have to be, he has to be number one. Rafael Nadal, nothing but number one is acceptable to him. The other thing they do is they have daily things, small little things that they do every single day, little rituals, little routines, whatever they do every single day that gets them the results. See, success is this. Success isn't one big event. Success isn't, you know, you wake up one day and, hey, I'm successful. It doesn't happen. You're not going to find the right, you know, the, the property that all of a sudden, hey, if I flip this, you know, million-dollar property for $2 million, I'm going to make a million dollars and I'll be successful. It doesn't happen that way. Success happens by setting a standard and then doing little tiny things, daily rituals, things that you do, every little things that you do every day. And those things will get you to that pinnacle, that success, that goal. It's almost like, you know, it's like going to, uh, you know, San Diego from Phoenix or wherever you're from, to wherever you want to go. You know, I punch it in GPS and I, and I just start driving. But what happens is when you're driving out to San Diego and you, there's little steps, you've got little mile markers along the way and you're moving forward and you're going and you're getting there and you have some sort of gauge back and forth knowing where you are exactly. The difference is when you're actually set a goal, you don't know exactly where you are. You have to have a bit of faith that you are on the right track. Now, let's talk about, you know, you know, just like average guys like us. I mean, you and I. You know, and in our daily lives, you know, what standards do we have in our financial life, our health, our relationships, spiritual what are the daily habits and routines that we have in our life? What are the standards that we have set in each aspect of those lives? Financial, health, relationship, spiritual. Now think about this. Think about a guy or a girl that has unbelievable, they're in great shape. Great shape. And they're going to stand up. Do you think they have different standards over someone that's overweight. Do you think they have different rituals than someone that's overweight? Meaning, do you think they eat different? Do you think they do things different in the day to get different results? Of course they do. And that applies to every aspect of our life. Now let's talk about exactly, specifically, the fastest way for you to achieve real results now. Okay. First off, got to have the big, the 
the big picture, the big concept, and this is this, is that each of us are at where we're at today because of what we've done in the past. The ideas, the, 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 the actions, the steps, the, the little rituals that we've done on a daily basis, every single day, that got us to where we are today. And the beautiful thing, like I said, where we are right now is temporary. We can change that. We can change what we do today that will affect where we are a month from now, two months from now, three months from now, six months from now. We can change our standards and we can change our daily rituals to get different results. Now, people look at the past and they go, well, you know, you know, this is who I am or this is what I've done all my life. And da, 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 da. Well, this is the bottom line is everything that you've done in the past has got you to where you are. So for you to change where you want to go, you got to change what you do. For things to change, you've got to change. For things to get better, you've got to get better. And see, you have every ability, just like anybody else, to make a difference and make a change. And it's by doing these five simple steps. Number one, write down exactly where you are in your life right now. Every aspect. Where are you financially? Where are you physically in your health? Where are you in your relationship with your kids and your wife or whatever? Where are, or if you have, if you don't have a relationship, where are you spiritually? Write down exactly where you are in your life right now, where you're at. Then, Define what standards are acceptable to you, or, or actually define what standards that you have in each area for financial. Maybe your standards just to pay the bills, and maybe that's what you're getting is just paying the bills. Maybe your standards just be, you know, you know, okay, healthy. I don't know. Maybe your standards is just not to get divorced, you know, or maybe spiritually you just don't have any standards there. Who knows? But right what your standards are right now for each area. Maybe you don't, maybe you never thought about it. Maybe you don't have standards. Maybe you're just going through life. It's been a long time that I've done that, believe me. Now, if you look at, you know, like we, we talked about like Tiger Woods, we talked about Raphael Nadal, we talked about, you know, Michael Phelps and people that are, un, you know, that have a burning desire. See, they set a standard. And see, one thing when you set a standard, you can say, okay, I'm going to raise my standard, and I want to make, instead of $50,000 a year, I want to make $100,000 a year. And then what happens is nothing is backing that standard. Nothing is backing that aspiration or that dream or that, that, that I want to accomplish that. It's, nothing's backing it. So what happens is it's weak. And it, the first obstacle, the first problem, the first roadblock Eh, goes away. Now think about this. Setting that goal or that standard that you want to, you have to make $100,000 a year. You have to do it. You're going to find a way to make it happen. It's almost like Colonel Sanders. You remember Colonel Sanders? Colonel's the guy that made Kentucky Fried Chicken. 65 years old. He went out. All he had was his social security check and he had his car. He got in his car, his social security check, and he said, I got an idea. I'm going to sell this chicken recipe and I'm going to build a chicken company or whatever. 
I don't know exactly what he said, but you get the point. So he went on a quest, and he went out in his car. He drove around to a thousand and nine different restaurants pitching his chicken recipe, and they all said no. Now, most people will be done after 20. Most people will be done after 50. One, one thousand, and he's 65 years old. The guy should be in his golden years in retirement. He's got his social security check. He's got his card. He's got his chicken recipe. And basically, what did he have? He had a burning desire. He had a never-quit attitude. He had, I'm going to make it happen. I don't care what anybody says. And he goes out in the thousand and tenth restaurant, took on his recipe, and he goes out there and he creates, and it took him two years driving around in his car, he goes out and creates Kentucky Fried Chicken, which is a franchise, it's, uh, it's still around today. Now let's talk about another one. Let's talk about Rudy. Rudy Rudiger. Have you ever seen that movie? It's awesome. You've got to see it. I love that movie. It's inspiring. It's awesome. But Rudy Rudiger, young kid, wanted to go to Notre Dame. Had to go to Notre Dame. Wanted to play football for Notre Dame. The problem, problem is he's four foot nothing and weighs about a hundred nothing. And he had his family, his dad, his own dad. When he's on his way, he's got his bag, bags packed. He's about to go get on the train and go to uh, South Bend. And his dad said, son, you're not smart enough to go to college. His entire family had, had never went to college. His dad never went to college. But he had a standard for himself, and he had a commitment, and he had a desire that he was going to make it happen. So what did he do? He goes out, and he goes to a community college because he couldn't go into Notre Dame because he didn't have the grades at the time. So he went to community college, and he went through that community college for two years. And he wrote over and applied over and over and over to South Bend and got, the, I mean, to uh, to Notre Dame and got denied to the point where he is in tears. And he's kneeling in front of, uh, he's Catholic and kneeling in front of the uh, church there, in front of the altar there. And he's praying. He's going, God, please, one more time, just give me a shot, please, begging to be let in. Well, he got the final letter and he was in. He was in Notre Dame. And then his next challenge was to play football for Notre Dame. And he went out and he did whatever he could. But see, that movie is great because it will show you what? Committing to something, saying, I'm going to do it. What he, he, he put his foot in the ground. He said, you know what? I am going to play for Notre Dame football and I'm going to go to Notre Dame. My family never went. My friends never went. My, my family thinks I'm crazy. My brothers think I'm nuts. My dad thinks I'm stupid. I'm going to do it anyways because you know what? There is no better revenge than massive success. Remember that. There's no better revenge than massive success. You know what? You got people telling you that you can't, you're, you, you're not worthy. And you can't make it happen. Maybe people at work or maybe you're, you know, fan, whatever. The bottom line is, guess what? Make it happen. Make a commitment. Dig in your gut to say, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to shove it down their throats with my success. And you can do that. So the first two steps are this. Write down exactly where you are and then write down the standards that got you to where you are. Now you write down 
what have the current rituals that you do on a daily basis, every single day, that got you to where you are? Okay? What's a ritual? Ritual, you wake up in the morning, you take a shower, you put on your shoes, you eat some breakfast, you kiss the wife, you go to work, you listen to the radio, you know, on you know, uh, news or ESPN or the whatever on the way to work. You go to work, you do your job every single day, and you know, and and you go to lunch and you talk to all your you know all your uh, your whatever your coworkers about how life sucks and this sucks and the world sucks and the economy sucks and job sucks, and then you go back to work for the rest of the half of the day, you're looking at the clock every five minutes so you can get out of there, you hop back in your car, commute back in traffic, come home, crack open a nice cold beer, sit in front of the TV, watch ESPN. Is that the ritual that you have? Is that the ritual that uh, got you where you're at today? Well, then you what you want to do, so you want to write down all the current rituals, the daily things that you do every single day that get you this got you the results that got you where you are today then write down the standards that you want to increase things that you want to what, what do you want to do better do you want to have a better relationship with your wife do you want to have more financial success do you want to have better health better spirituality what are the standards you want to increase where do you want to be make a stand say you know what i want to go to notre dame and i want to play football and i don't care what it's going to take Put your foot in the ground and say, listen, I want to be financially set. I want to be financially free. I want to be healthy. I want to be have a great relationship, and I want to have uh, a great spiritual connection with the creator. Those are things you could, uh, you could put your foot in the ground and, uh, and make a decision. Now write down the rituals that you must do to achieve these higher standards. Write down the standards that you want, and then write down the rituals that you have to do every single day to achieve these standards. I'll give an example. Let's talk about examples of good standards versus bad standards. Let's first off talk about relationship. Now, let's say your relationship is just okay. Maybe you're on the verge of divorce. Maybe life sucks. Maybe just you, know, you just don't like you know being around that person. You come home and you kind of dread it. You're walking through the door and it just doesn't. It's just nothing's there. No spark. Nothing. So you look at that standard. Now you want to set the standard and say, you know what? I want to have a great relationship with my wife. So what would be a good ritual? Well, instead of coming home and cracking a beer and sitting on the couch and watching TV and kind of ignoring everybody because life sucks, you could come home and you could kiss your wife. You could hug the kids. You could ask her how her day was. And you could sincerely sit down and listen, really listen to how her day was and be interested in the kids, make good eye contact, maybe text her during the day and say, I love you, honey. Maybe leave a note in the car. Those are little tiny rituals and things that you could do different that could make an impact on that relationship. Don't you think? Now, let's talk about examples of health. Now, what's the standard? Maybe the standard is, uh, maybe there is no health routine. Maybe you, you know, eat whatever you want to eat and drink whatever you want to drink and do whatever you want to do and don't work out and and you don't feel healthy. You feel, you know, big in your clothes and you just, nothing fits right. And you're like, now you want to set the standard higher. What do you want to do? You know what? I'm going to make a commitment. I'm going to look good at my 40th reunion, 30th reunion. I'm going to feel great. I'm going to look good. And I'm going to be in the best shape I've ever been in. Okay, so what's a good ritual? That's set the standard. Now, what's the good ritual? Well, a good ritual would be waking up early. 
eating a healthy, say, steel oats breakfast with bananas, going for the gym for an hour. Now, what if you have to work at 7.30? Well, wake up at 5.30. I don't know. Go after work. Go to the gym for an hour. Be consistent with your eating through the day so you know you don't eat things that are not good for you. What would be a bad ritual? Wake up, roll over, you grab a cup of coffee, have some bacon and eggs, grab a donut and a you know, muffin, you know, you fly out the door for lunch. Hey, you know what? I'm pressed for time. I'm going to get a Big Mac with bacon, juicy, you know, whatever, with some, you know, French fries, this whatever. I'm going to eat that with a, with a strawberry milkshake. Then I'm going to come home, you know, I'm going to sit on the couch, crack open the beer, and watch some TV. Those are bad rituals. It's going to get you bad results. Wouldn't you agree? Now, let's talk about real estate. Let's talk about success in real estate. You got investor A and you got investor B. And let's say investor A, right, he wants to, he has good rituals and he has good standards. Investor B has bad rituals and he has bad standards. What are the good standards that investor A can do? Well, he can be marketing for buyers every single morning, putting it out on Craigslist, Backpage, and Kijiji consistently every single week, three or four times a week. He can put his ads out there. And guess what? If, uh, if uh, Craigslist boots him off there, he creates another email address, and he does it again, and he puts it out there again. He doesn't say, oh, it just doesn't work. He does it again, finds a way. He turns around when calls come in from these buyers. He builds a relationship with them and uh, finds out what they want. They ask the right questions and what type of property are they looking for? What type of, uh, you know, uh, bed and bath? What type of price range? What area you're looking for? You know, how many properties to buy a year? How do you pay for it? I'll ask all the right questions to build a relationship with these cash buyers so you can tee up exactly what they're looking for. Then they market for sellers consistently every single month. They don't do a campaign, get a couple calls in. They do a campaign, whether it be bandit signs or internet or, 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 or marketing for motivated sellers or finding vacant properties. Whatever it is, they do it on a consistent basis every single month. And then they start teaching others. And then they give back. And they start teaching others how to do that. And they build an army of people that are learning the business. And then they'll be able to do more deals in their area because they're out teaching and helping other people accomplish, helping them get their success and their results. That would be investor A, good rituals that they do every single day. Now let's talk about bad rituals, investor B. Well, they start marketing for a little bit and then uh, they just, they stop doing it. See, they didn't have that burning, side. they didn't have the Rudy Rudiger, they didn't have the the um, Colonel Sanders inside him, the eye of the tiger, the, the drive to make it happen. They put out bandit signs, maybe 50 bandit signs. They get a couple calls, you know, don't get any deals, so they quit doing that. You know, they start marketing for, you know, buyers, whatever, sellers. It, you know, it just doesn't work, and they stop doing that. They try other methods, and they say they, you know, don't like it. I'll give you an example. Had this guy, met with him. He uh, was motivated. I got to do it. I'm going to make it happen. This is, you know, I'm going to be your guy, man. I'm going to be a top guy. Okay. First off, he turns around. He says... He goes out. I told him exactly what to do. He goes out because he didn't have a lot of funds for, for marketing. So he gets out. He goes and gets some bandit signs. He gets, you know, 25, 30 bandit signs. He puts them out. I told him to get 100 bandit signs, and I wanted to put you out consistently for an entire month. I wanted to put you out 100, out, 100 bandit signs every single 
morning, Saturday morning early. And once you put them out every single week for the next four weeks, you will get calls, you will get leads, and you will get a deal. That's what I told him. So he goes out. He didn't listen to what I told him. He didn't pay attention. He went out and he put 25 signs out. He got several calls coming in. He didn't get a deal. He goes, oh, you know, it didn't work. I think I'm going to go get a job. Now, I respect the fact that he wanted to get a job. I get that. But don't quit the business. Just because you put out 25 signs and it didn't work. Now, is putting Bannon signs out, like, the is it, uh, is it fun? No. Is it work? Yes. You know, but who cares? I mean, you got work anyways, right? The bottom line is this, is that he didn't have that, 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 that edge, that, that, that drive, that burning desire. Now let's wrap it up. Now let's look at the, look, look at the thing. You have a map, and the map is this. I'm going to make it real simple. Find out what you want. Commit to it. Commit to it. Is it doing a deal this month? Is it doing a deal in the next 30 days? Commit to it. And don't be wishy-washy about it. Just, I'm going to do it. I don't care what it takes. I'm going to make it happen. I don't care how many leads I have to talk to, how many signs I have to put out, how many letters I have to write. I don't care. I'm going to make it happen. And I'm going to do it, and it's going to be awesome. And for every lead that doesn't work out, I am closer to getting the one that does. Now, that is setting the goal. Putting your foot in the ground. Now look at the daily rituals that you can do every single day and implement those daily rituals. Don't try to implement them all at once. Whether it be real estate or whether it be your relationship. You know, what about your relationship? What about, you know, financial? What about spiritual? Don't try to implement them all at once. Do one ritual for 30 days from each category and then start implementing that on a daily basis. And once complete, add another ritual. Once complete, add another ritual. But let me ask you this. Let's say a year from now, in every aspect of your life, financially, health, relationships, spiritually, every aspect of your life, you've accomplished those standards that you set for those, and you raised your standards. And you've done those rituals, those each rituals that you have to perform in each one of those areas to get the results. Do you think your bet life would be better off a year from now? It would, wouldn't it? It'd be unbelievable. You could do what you want to do. And it's not difficult. It's doing little tiny things every single day to get the results. Now, some of the rituals that, you know, for me, I'm going to, first off, I'm going to tell you is that I'm not perfect. Okay. I am not even close to where I want to be in my life. I have so many, many standards and rituals that I have in my pipeline that I'm working on to have a better financial life, a better health life, a better relationship, a better spiritual. I am right there with you. Let's do it together. I am working on my life just like you're going to be working on your life to become better and do more and be more. Because you know what? I, I'm, I feel like Rafael Nadal. I haven't done enough. I can do more. I know I can. I can push myself more. So some of the rituals I can tell you, I, um, you know, for me, is that you know, waking up early. You know what I mean? I, you know, I wake up early in the morning. 
you know, and I, I spend time and, and I, I, I pray every single morning and I, I get my mind straight spiritually and mentally and, and focus. And I, I know exactly what I need to do for the day and exactly what, what I want, I need to accomplish for the, for the week to, to, uh, to move forward. You know, I tithe consistently, basically giving back because it's a spiritual law of success. Money is like energy and it flows. It's just, just a part, part of the thing. Yeah, I'm not saying you have to do it. I'm just, I'm just telling you my deal. <laughs> Work out four times a week. You know, I wake up in the morning. I spend time focusing myself. I, you know, make sure I know what I have to do for the day. I get, then I turn around. I you know, wake up, get the kids, you know, get them ready for school. I'm with them in the morning. I make them breakfast. It's great in the morning. I kiss them off to school or my wife takes them to school or I do. And then I'm off to the gym. I go to the gym, I work out hard, and I get myself in shape, feeling better about myself, you know, and then come back and do the rituals that a successful real estate investor does, like I talked about in A, and do those every single day, and do more and be more. Now, it started Flip to Freedom. Believe me, I'm not a podcaster, <laughs> you know, it's not, I'm not a you know, technology geek. I just said, you know what, what is a way that I could go out and I can express to people all over the entire country, and guess what, maybe you need help out there, whatever, maybe we work together on deals all across the entire country, I don't know. But I basically want to develop a coaching program and a training program, teach people affordable coaching and training program that teach people exactly how to get out of the rat race, find their passion, and if they love real estate, real estate can be the way. Because real estate is just this, flipping properties, you know, with no cash, no credit, no experience, this is a stepping stone. It's step one. Then it can be in buy rental properties. Then it could be buy commercial properties. Then it could be build, you know, commercial properties. It could be doing land transactions. It could be building mini storages. It could be building a, a uh, Trump Tower. Whatever you believe you can achieve, whatever you believe you can achieve, the bottom line. Whatever you believe you can do, you can achieve. You know, so those are things that I know. I want to increase my lifestyle, increase, you know, every aspect of my life the best I possibly can. Let me ask you this. What would your life be like if you lived every area at full potential every area at full potential what would your life be like well you can it's making a commitment to say i'm going to do it and just making it happen and doing those rituals every single day and those rituals will change your life now one of my favorite quotes by anthony robbins is this people are rewarded in public for what they've practiced in private. So you look at these people that are successful and what they've accomplished and these incredible things and, and you look up to them and go, oh my gosh, they, they've done these awesome things. And you go, oh, how did they do it? What did they do? Had they accomplished that? Well, they did. They practiced in private things every single day. I mean, let, let, I mean think about it. What are the rituals that are going on in your head? What do you tell yourself? Do you tell yourself you're a good person? Do you tell yourself a bad person? I mean, do you talk, talk, do you talk to yourself? Do you know that you're, that you're successful? You know, I mean, 
think about it. we have thoughts in our head do do successful people have rituals that's going on inside their head i know i do you know i constantly all all day long i'm relentless because you know what negative thoughts can creep in our head at all times and it's like a garden weeds if unattended will come overnight next thing you know you have weeds your garden's just overflowed with weeds but you know what? You got to turn around. And you got to go in there, and you got to trim. You got to pull them out. You got to do whatever it takes. And see, the bottom line is, is that your brain is like a garden, and you got to attend it. And the way you attend it is being very aware of exactly what your thoughts are thinking. Successful people think differently from unsuccessful because they have routines, and they talk to themselves, and they tell themselves that they're successful they can accomplish it they can do whatever they put their mind to they'll 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 you know do more and become more they can make things happen they, all, all day long and they push out those negative thoughts and those weeds and that's what I want to leave you with today is this is that you have the greatest opportunity I believe in our lifetime with the way the real estate market is, it's difficult to negotiate with motivated sellers when the market's great and they can stick it on the, on the MLS and be gone in three days, like what happened in 2004 and 2005. Now is the best time. There are people out there that would be happy to sell you their property. They would love to sell you their property. And there would be cash buyers out there that would love to buy that property from you where you could make a profit. And we have the greatest opportunity right now. Don't hesitate. Don't wait. Don't contemplate to consider to evaluate. Don't discuss it. Don't think about it. Do it. Make a decision of what you want to accomplish. Write down exactly the standards that you want for your life and every aspect of it. And then write down the rituals that you're going to do to change those daily routines that you have in your life right now to accomplish the great results that you know you can. Because this opportunity is just a window that's only open for a small period of time. And we're going to look back, just like I said before, is that the pain only lasts for, just real pain, only lasts for a small period of time. The pain of getting up early, the pain of, of, of doing those rituals and put, implementing them to your life, that pain is temporary but the pain of regret is for a lifetime so you got to decide are you willing to take the pain now or do you want to live with the pain of regret for the rest of your life what's great about these rituals I can tell you is that you can start implementing them it's gonna hurt it's gonna be difficult you're gonna have to push yourself you're gonna have to be disciplined and you're going to have to go, oh, do I have to get up? So I want to roll over and sleep 10 more minutes. Next thing you know, it's 45 minutes later and you have to get up and now you're rushing to work. Of course you are. But it's the discipline to feel, to do that pain. And guess what? Guess what's going to happen? You're going to do it for 21 days. That's what, how long it takes to, to create a habit. For 21 days. And then you're going to turn and do it for 30 days. And then guess what? You're just going to wake up at that time. 5.30, 6.30, whatever time it is. You're going to wake up 
And then it's gonna be it's gonna be pulling you. All right, time to get up. And then you're gonna look try to eat a Big Mac burger with bacon on it with French fries, which you eat you know eight two months ago. And now you've been eating healthy and you've been working out. You're gonna look at that and you're gonna go, oh, that doesn't even look good. I can't even I can't even comprehend. I ate that. Or maybe you smoke the same way. Do things different. Because the pain of regret just eats at you. The pain of accomplishing and becoming better is temporary. I'm telling you, from where I sit right now, it's worth it. It's worth it. Now, if you'd like more, go to flip the number two freedom.com. You can download my free comprehensive blueprint. I wish you ultimate success in your real estate investing career. God bless.